Welcome to another episode of the Mid Musings podcast. My guest today is an energy healer. And with all that is happening right now, I think everybody needs a bit of energy healing. So welcome to my podcast. Please introduce yourself, my guest, and uh, tell us more about you. Okay. Well, my name's Tara Argyle, and I live in the United States. And um, my background, I was a mental health counselor for over 25 years. And during that time, I also became um, an energy worker, energy healer, and um, brought those two worlds together. I brought energy work into my counseling practice um, because I felt that doing traditional um, mental health counseling, there was... Uh, I could take people to a certain level and then we'd hit like a wall. Like you couldn't get past a certain point with people, no matter what you did or what you tried. And so um, I brought energy work in and I brought energy work in because I myself had a health crisis in my late thirties. I was diagnosed with fibromyalgia and that's something that, you know, it's kind of a, you know, they give you this diagnosis and they really don't know what causes it, but um, you have a lot of pain and fatigue. And anyways, I was not able to get a lot of answers through, you know, traditional medicine. And so I, that's when I kind of started exploring complementary things and energy. And that's where I found my ability to, to heal through fibromyalgia. And I was in a really tough spot when I was sick because I had so much pain and I couldn't function. And I really was kind of feeling like I didn't want to go on because it was so bad. So I was so grateful to find energy work. And what I noticed with the energy work is that not only did I physically heal, but emotionally I changed, spiritually I changed. So that is when I decided to bring that into my counseling practice, which totally transformed that. And I was able to take people beyond that spot that I we would always run into. And so I did that for many years in my counseling with energy and counseling kind of combined. And then about six and a half years ago, I started to get ideas in my head at night that would wake me up and I had to write them down. And long story made short, what I was getting is um, information to create a an energy modality myself. So six and a half years, um, I created my own energy modality that I use. And um, I've left, since left my counseling and just do the energy stuff. And I teach other people how to do energy for themselves because my healing, I mean, if I wouldn't have been able to find energy and complementary things, I don't know if I'd be here because I was so sick. My mission is really to eradicate all unnecessary suffering by sharing energy with people to do it for themselves, their families, their pets, that kind of thing. So yeah, that's kind of where my background. All right. Oh, thank you so much for your introduction. So you said you got into energy healing just because you had that experience that you were going through pains with your fibromyalgia. And it gave you that nudge to heal other people. But what does energy healing mean for you? What does it mean for me? Yeah. 
Well, energy healing, you know, we're energetic beings. So energy healing to me means that we can tap into our whole system. You know, I don't know about uh, medicine where you're from, but here it's very like if your knee hurts, you go to a, a bone doctor. If you're you know, you got something else, you go to to specific area doctors where really we are a whole system and we're an energetic system. So to to be able to address energy imbalances is really looking at the whole system. And when you get, you know, energy needs to be moving and flowing. And so um, being able to tap in and get energy stagnation moving or energy blocks cleared um, you bring wellness to um, every level of your being. It's a mind, body, spirit thing. So not only are physical things healing, but you're growing spiritually and you're also, you know, emotionally releasing because emotions are totally tied to our physical um, health as well. You know, if we if we're emotionally you're not in a good place or struggling that creates imbalances in our energy system and so working with energy is like you know bringing your whole system back on back on you know track or whatever so you get there's a lot that happens when you're focusing say on your sore knee um, lots of other things transform as well so that's that's what I love about it Oh, thank you so much. Yes, I imagine like with the world in the pandemic right now, we all need a bit of energy healing, like I said earlier. And because it did say it's not about just physical healing, it's about mental, spiritual and emotional healing. The thing that I noticed with the pandemic is we have, so one of the, you know, we're an energetic system. And one of the things about us is we have a stress response system. And a lot of people experience a lot of trauma, you know, we're from growing up. And then also, if you've ever heard the term epigenetics, that's the concept that speaks about when we are conceived energetically, we get passed on from both of our parents, all their unresolved trauma from their from their ancestors and from their life so that's passed on to us and then we have our own trauma so we have usually a very congested stress response system and then you throw a pandemic on top of it and people are so overloaded in their stress response system that they they can't function they freeze or they um, you know, get in a, you know, depressed or all those things. And so what I have found is that um, with my system, we work on trauma, you know, clearing the trauma, clearing that stress response system. And uh, a lot of people have, you know, asked for that, asked for help during this pandemic. And that's one of the main things that I will do to help people kind of clean that tank out so that they're clear to deal with the current stressors instead of overwhelmed from everything and then add another basket on top, you know? So, um, yeah, it brings peace. And then you have a clear mind to um, deal with what's up currently on your plate. Oh, yes. Thank you. That sounds like an interesting concept, like cleaning the the atmosphere for people. Yes. Like, yeah, without mentioning names, can you give us some examples of the different ways that you've helped your clients using energy healing to improve their physical health, their emotional health or their mental health? Well, I think, you know, 
for right now during the pandemic, people will call and say that, you know, I'm so depressed. I, I have no hope. I'm so depressed. I can't go to work. Um, I can't deal with the kids. I mean, they're just, they're just like done, you know, they're just like cooked. They, they, they have nothing to give. And so, um, I always, you know, give them hope by saying, you know, this is just a state of being. And, and then I talk about how, how trauma affects us, you know, how, you know, in our system and our bodies are, you know, spiritually, emotionally, mentally, all those things. And then, um, you know, I will, I will, you know, do sessions for them and, you know, a clearing like stress response system is different for everybody. Cause we all have different histories and different backgrounds. And, you know, if you come from ancestral lines that have a lot of, you know, un, unresolved trauma, you know, that, that plays in. So everybody's is different, but what happens very quickly is everybody will have a different, um, number of sessions that need to be done. So with my system, what I can do energetically using, if you've ever heard of a pendulum, I can use a pendulum and tap into the system. And my system is a, a like, like a digital thing with charts and stuff. And I can go over, you know, tap into your energy, find out how many sessions are needed and then go in and start, you know, clearing the trauma stuff. And after one session, people usually will feel, you know, a lightning happened and then they're really excited because you know that that's opened them to be able to function just a little bit better and then you know you do the next one and by the time you're you know through the number of sessions needed um you know they can breathe again they can they can you know focus they can you know problem solve but you know if we're if we're you know you think about trauma people will freeze, people will be in shock, people will, you know, not be able to do anything. And so, yeah, being able to kind of clear that out and get people, what it does literally is it clears them back to their internal guidance system. Because when you're congested, you can't hear your intuition, you can't connect with your higher self or your spirit or, or anything. And then you kind of feel like you're all alone in this crazy experience and, you know, it's scary for people. That's really scary um, because I know the pandemic has caused a lot of people to start feeling depressed. And even people who have never been depressed all their life have now started feeling um, depressed and showing signs of anxiety and other mental health related conditions. I mean, you help people to deal with trauma. But in this pandemic world when you're not able to actually have your clients in the same room how have you changed your ways of doing things have oh you- yeah. yeah that's a great question so energy is limitless you know everything's energy so thoughts are energy our bodies are energy a chair is energy everything's energy and so i'm going to use an example so i'm sure um that you've had Friends that you, you know, are close to and you might be sitting in your home one evening thinking about your friend, you know, Jenny, and all of a sudden um, she calls. Yeah, that happens a lot, you know. Yeah. So that's that's energy connection. Those are thoughts. Energy is limitless. So when I work on people, I always do it at a distance remotely. And um, so what I, we all can do very easily with intention is tap into the energy of whomever we're working on. And then you can 
send, you know, give and take energy. So like if I was working on you, um, you know, you would, you would be in your home, you know, across the way across the world from me, and you would be able to feel, um, you know, if you're sensitive to energy in your body, you would be able to feel like something might feel warm, or you might feel tingly, or you might feel little bubbles of movement or things like that. So energy, you know, can be sent, it's no different than prayer, you know, if you pray for somebody, you are sending them energy, you are sending, you know, good energy, their direction to help. It's no different. Yeah. So it's like sending, fo- I always say energy work is like sending focus prayer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like that description. Yes. Yeah, it's very, very nice. And uh, uh, I'm quite intrigued with this energy healing. I've never had any energy healing session. Okay. But I do know that people have spoken about it. No people have been in trauma that they say, well, I felt something. I saw heaven, I saw, I mean, whatever um, picture and somebody came and touched me, you know, things like that. Yes. Yeah. So everybody has their own unique experience. You know, we all experience things in our own unique way. So, yeah, that's really cool. And it's cool that you are able to do it remotely now with, I mean, do you do it over Zoom or how do you go about doing this? You know, the way that I like to do it, I mean, it can be done over Zoom, but what I will do is like if, if you and I were setting up an appointment and you wanted me to do some energy for you, we would set up a time and I would ask you during that time to maybe be, you know, sit quietly. So you're, you know, just calm and open to, um, cause if you wanted to block the energy, you can. So energy is something you can be open to receiving, or you could block it, but I always, you know, have people set, we set a time and then I say, I'm going to work at you at this time. And then I'm, I'm in my place. You're in your place. We aren't, we aren't communicating. I'm tapping in, working on you, focusing on you. And then what I do is either, um, you know, phone wise, we visit, or we can visit zoom afterwards or an email, however people like to receive, but I let them know kind of what, what came up in their session because work, I'm going to be getting some information. Like it might take me to, um, uh, like, a something, uh, it's so many different things can come up. I'm trying to find a, let me grab a session note here and kind of explain. So I just did, um, some trauma work with somebody. Um, so right away it took me into, um, like triggers, things that trigger them. And so then you do clearing around that. And then, um, then it, you know, that it'll take me to something else or might be something, uh, emotional. So it might be the emotion of feeling, um, you know, uh, scared and then you clear that and it just, then it might take me to like a chakra. If you know what chakras are, they're the energy systems in our body. It might take me to the heart chakra and clearing, the energy in the in the heart area and then it might take me to your brain and to like uh you know the there's different uh alpha and beta sections of our brain so it might take me to a part of your brain to get some energy moving there and then maybe in your throat and then maybe down in you know so your body everybody is unique and so no two sessions are ever remotely the same so wherever your your energy is stuck is where I will be pulled and uh, through the process of getting the energy moving. And so when, you know, when if you've ever had a sore neck and, you know, it hurts, 
that's because, you know, something is not flowing. And when, if you go and get an adjustment or your neck kind of gets back in, in alignment, the pain goes away. You can feel, you know, things feel really good when the energy is flowing. Oh, thank you. I'm just like enthralled now. Yeah. <laughs> I probably will be booking a session with you soon. Yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah. That'd be fun. Yeah. And um, what has your success rates been with your um, energy healing? Do you get people coming to say, oh, thank you, Tara. I feel so much better. Or, yeah, yeah. do you just get people say, oh, yeah, I think I'm okay now. You know, is it instant healing sometimes? Or is it like, does it take time? You know, it all depends. So here's here's one thing that I know about human nature being, you know, working in mental health and stuff is that people typically don't ask for help until they're really in a bad spot can really function you know through a lot of stuff that isn't that great but they usually don't reach out for help until you know they've let things go for a long time that's very common then when and it was no different than in my counseling practice they wouldn't come till they were in a lot of pain you know now help me that way too you know whether it's a physical thing emotional thing or you know depression or whatever health issue and so um you know Energy healing can be subtle in the sense that I could work on you and you might not notice that something shifted. So, for example, let's say you, you know, were feeling kind of like you were struggling in one of your relationships. And so I did some work with you and you might go, huh, I really didn't feel anything. I'm not really sure anything happened. But a lot of times energy is so subtle, you won't notice the change till you are back in that relationship and you realize that you responded differently, like your whole, you know, you showed up differently. So an example, I worked with a a guy one time who had a struggle with anger. He was a very angry person and he'd road rage. He'd, you know, he'd get angry in traffic. And so I'd always ask him, you know, how are you doing from our last session? He'd say, well, I'm not really noticing anything. Huh, okay. And I'm thinking, well, why do you want more sessions if it doesn't seem like it's working? And then when he goes, oh, but wait a minute. You know, I, I didn't get mad in traffic the other day, yesterday, and a thing, and I didn't get mad. I, I guess things are changing. So sometimes energy, you know, is subtle and you're not going to, you're not going to realize unless it's a a pain removed or something, you know, like that, you're going to go, Hmm, I don't know if I've noticed any changes, but then you might show up differently with like your, let's say you have issues with your, you know, somebody in your family. And then you go back home for the holidays and you're like, Oh, I'm totally okay with my brother now. Or, you know, me and my mom are getting along great. And that isn't, So um, energy can be subtle in kind of how it shows up. So to measure results is um, it's doable, but I feel like, you know, when we talk about when you move energy, you know, it it touches every level of your being. So it's a mind, body, spirit thing. So you might, you might be aware of the physical things that have changed, but you might not be aware of the spiritual things that change till you're in a moment or, you know, stuff like that. So um, does that make sense? Do you get what I? Oh, yes, it makes sense. Yes, it does. Yes. Thank you so much. Yeah. Yeah. So basically right now with the whole world dealing with the pandemic, mental health issues on top of it. And, you know, lots of people have lost their jobs and self-confidence is 
going down the drain and lots of people are getting to that edge, limits of their emotions. What would you advise people to do? Yeah, the thing that I would advise people to do, I don't, you know, all cultures are different. And where I'm from here, people are a lot of times too proud to, you know, share that they're struggling. So the first thing that I would say to folks is that, you know, um, it's okay that you're struggling. A lot of people are, and it's, it's normal in something like this. So I would normalize that struggle does not mean that you're not coping well. It does not mean that something's wrong with you. Um, I never look at that. It's, it just means that, you know, you need help. And I think the first thing is being able to ask for help without feeling like, you know, there's something wrong with you. So um, I think, I think, you know, things like this happen to us in life and in the world to show us that we aren't meant to be islands. We're meant to help each other out. And so I think, you know, encourage people to have good self-care practices the best that they can have and if they have the ability um you know to get help or to have energy or you know energy is not just like what i'm talking about energy could be essential oils it could be homeopathics it could be acupuncture could be chiropractic it could be you know so many things and i think people need to figure out a good self-care plan the best that they can And if you can't afford things, you know, maybe you can do trades with people. I think, you know, a lot of people are getting back into that old way of exchanging of, you know, I'm struggling, you're struggling, you have something that could help me, I have something that can help you. Would you trade me a pot of soup for an energy session, you know, or something like, well, you know, think about it, if we got to get creative to help each other out, you know, it's really, I think, a time where we're being called to step into, you know, what we're here to do or our gifts and share them with the world in any way we can. And everybody has gifts. Everybody has something to share. So if you can't afford things, I would say, you know, because you've lost your job, you know, don't be bashful about asking for a trade and, you know, doing things like that. So um, I just think people struggle um, asking for help. And so I'd like to just say that um, we all struggle at times, every single one of us. And if we if we think, that, you know, trying to pretend that we don't, we're not being honest, we're not being authentic. So I think it's okay to ask for help. And I think it's okay to, um, you know, really figure out what, you know, what you need. I think, you know, people, I think we've been living, at least in the United States, we've been living very fast track and people have been very materially orientated, you know, the job and making money and doing this and having the stuff, you know, it's been kind of a crazy trajectory. And I think this pandemic has really pulled people back and pulled them to be more internally focused. And I think, you know, that's a positive, I think, that will come out of this. And in that being internally focused, you know, you can figure out what what feeds you and what helps you feel better and what do you need. And, and you know, the thing that I like to help people with is not only energy clearing, but I like to empower them to know that they can do this work for themselves. And, um, you know, you don't have to be versed in energy. You don't have to have any special background. Energy is very, it's accessible to all of us. And so I really like to empower people to do their own, their own work. That's what brings me 
brings me joy because I know if, if I help you do it, you're not only going to be working on yourself because when we work on ourselves, you know, that's a huge gift to the world. We help raise the, the vibration and frequency of the whole world, but then that's going to ripple out because you might help somebody else. And then I just love to think of the ripples, you know, when you empower each other where that goes. Thank you so much. What I've taken from that is that you empower people to actually work on themselves. So it's very important that people understand that this is not anything that's so difficult. Yes, everybody feels low at some point in time, but whenever you are low, whenever you feel like, I don't really feel like being with anybody that's the time you need to exactly. talk to somebody don't let it get to that point of being suicidal yeah and to know that everybody feels that way you know me as a mental health counselor when i had my health crisis i was suicidal as a mental health counselor now people would say oh my gosh that's yeah. not a good thing it's human nature can get in that spot and so i think we have to realize that we're not alone and we're not the only ones true yeah you you spoke about the time that well you've been there yourself being suicidal even as a mental health practitioner and that didn't feel good but what are those things that helped you to get out of that spot i needed hope so, you know, I was, you know, in my late 30s and, you know, in a situation where I, I you know, my body was just felt like it was working against me. I was in so much pain and I, you know, you know, foggy brain. And and I, I, I thought, oh, my gosh, I'm in my late 30s and the doctors are telling me this is how I have to live the rest of my life. There's nothing they can do to help me. I didn't have any hope. And I think, you know, whatever you can do to bring hope, like there's possibility. And so I think, you know, in times like we're in now, we need to have hope that this isn't going to be forever. We have to have hope that when we feel low, there's something that can help us. We have to have hope that, um, you know, it just whatever can bring hope, because I think hope is um, important. I think that's that's the key. If you have hope that despair does not feel so dark. Definitely. Hope is very essential. I agree with you. Definitely, yes. There's always a light at the end of the tunnel, and that's the purpose of this uh, podcast as well. I want to help people see there's a light at the end of the tunnel. In case anybody is feeling low, there are charities that are able to chat with you. Like in the UK, we have uh, Mind, and the charity for mental health, and they are available on the internet to chat with and also there's a charity called campaign against living miserably i always like that charity because sometimes people just feel miserable for no reason it just comes out of the blue and this is what the charity is all about they yeah. offer confidential they offer confidential web chats and they are also available on the phone 0800585858 and the mind the charity I spoke about earlier is on 0300123393 and also there's the National Suicide Prevention Support Line which is available on 0800273 
Samaritans are one one six one two three. The lifeline is 0800-273-8255. So anybody who needs counseling, just speak to any of the charities. Even if it's just a web chat, don't just take an action to end your life. Life is so important, yes. Yeah, there's always a light at the end of the tunnel. If you can't see that light or you feel like there's no light like for you, um, you know, that's when you really need to reach out to somebody so they can help you see that there is one. You know, if you can't do it yourself, that doesn't mean there isn't one. And that doesn't mean that there's, you know, you're you're not there's something wrong with you. I think a lot of people get in that spot and think they're all alone and nobody else feels that way. And that could be farther from the truth. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's all about always being kind to each other. Yeah, people are kinder now. They understand, okay, yes, I have things, but there's somebody who needs something that I have. You can always uh, reach out to them. And that's why lots of people are generous right now. People yes. are more generous these days. People are more understanding. Let's yep. And the opposite, too, can be true. And and so if you run into people that aren't kind and aren't generous, just know that they might be struggling and it isn't about you. You know, I think that's important to remember, too, that, you know, when people are overwhelmed, um, sometimes they, you know, they 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 aren't their best selves. And so, you know, know that that isn't that doesn't have anything to do with you if somebody isn't kind. You know what I mean? So I think that's important to, to mark too. And, and, you know, if, if, yeah, just, it's not personal. Cause I think that, you know, when we're in a low spot and we run into somebody else in a low spot, just to know that if that exchange isn't filling you up, you need to, you know, reach, reach further because there are, there are people that will be there for you. Oh, thank you so much, Tara. Do you have last words for anybody? Um, I would say, um, I think the thing that I would feels like um, I need to stress is that, you know, when I was in my struggle and I only believed in Western medicine, I knew nothing about other things. Um, my world was really small and hope was hard to find. And so I would say to people, if you feel like there's only one or two options, open your mind and be open to something new because that might be what you're being guided to. I know that my health crisis was opening my mind to the world of complementary energy and stuff like that. And it totally, it changed my world like I could have never imagined. I, I couldn't have imagined hope on this level when I was in my darkest place. So I think if you are able, if you're, if you feel stuck, try to to be a little more open-minded when you're looking for hope. And I think you might be surprised at what you find and how your life might change. Oh, thank you. And lastly, where can our listeners connect with you? Uh, my website is Trailblazing Communications with an S dot com. Trailblazing Communications. Dot com and that's uh, and then we're also on Facebook trailblazing communications and uh, so that's where you can learn more about what I do um, and then my email if you want to reach me directly is uh, my name Tara Argle T A R A A R G A L L 
at hotmail.com. Oh, thank you so much, Tara. I hope to have you again on my podcast to share some more insights into energy healing and other aspects of mental health. Awesome. It was nice visiting with you too. Find us anywhere you listen to your podcast and on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr, and YouTube at Meet Muses. Please subscribe.